0: Verses one through eight, but this one I want to focus on verses four through eight in Acts chapter eight. Amen. And it reads as thus. If you can stand, that would be awesome as we read the Word of God, chapter eight of Acts, verses four through eight. And it reads as thus: Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded to the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many who were paralyzed, and the lame were healed. Verse 8, and there was great joy in the city. There was great joy in the city. The word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. Let us pray. God, once again, we come before your throne of grace and mercy, excited about you because we know that you are excited about us. So much so that you sent your only begotten son to die on the cross, God. Even while we were yet sinners, hallelujah. The word says you died for us. So we thank you on this blessed Sunday morning. I ask that you go forth and you touch the people of God in this place. So the people of God that are streaming this morning, God, and please touch me, this preacher, that I may preach with power and authority in the Holy Spirit. Again, God, we thank you And we bless you, for it's in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we do pray. Amen. Amen. And amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Dancing in the streets. Dancing in the streets. Now, I know some of you may like singing in the rain. But today, we want to focus on dancing in the streets. Now, for the last two weeks, I have been overly blessed to stand before you to share some information about the captivating content contained in communion, as well as some inspiration revolving around thinking that leads to thanks. Therefore, today, I think it apropos that we take time out for some celebration. Amen? And I believe whenever we come together as believers, there should be some celebration as we forget about ourselves and concentrate on him. For summer is almost over. Your children will be going back to school soon and very soon. And I know you're praying about that. And Labor Day is around the corner Therefore, some celebration is due. Now, when I was growing up in South Philadelphia, around this time of the year, we would commence to have what we call block parties. And these block parties consisted of all the neighbors that lived on that certain block coming together to celebrate the enjoyment of togetherness with food and fun. You see, games were played, Uh, grills would be smoking, neighbors would be chatting, family and friends would be smiling, music would be playing, so much so that there was an air of love and happiness flowing while the aroma of joy filled the block. You see, on this day, there were no family fights, uh, no marital disputes, no fair ones being fought on the block, just the joy of togetherness. And it was that joy that overwhelmed all the neighbors on the block to request the DJ to turn the music up so we could do some dancing in the streets to show just how much we were affected by the joy we were feeling. For if you didn't know, Dancing is a celebratory sign of joy, just as King David, who danced for joy in the streets of Jerusalem, when the ark of God, which represented the presence of God, was ushered into the city of David. See, it was the joy of the ark being near, my God, that caused David to dance for joy in the streets. So vigorously that King David danced right out of his white slim fit, two-button linen ephod. And today, as we receive daily news reports about gun violence in the streets, drug addiction in the streets, domestic violence in the streets, child abduction in the streets, and human trafficking in the streets. It should cause us to have a deep desire to experience some joy in our cities that we can get back to dancing in the streets instead of mourning in our streets. And here located in the book of Acts, of which I like to refer to as the book of action, because of how the Holy Spirit is activated and actively moving men to do what no other power can do. We get an idea, a framework, some divine direction of how our cities can experience joy and get back to dancing in the streets through this narrative in Acts chapter 8 that first shows us that the joy the city of Samaria became partakers of was prompted by persecution. You see, in verses 1 through 3, it's recorded that the church in Jerusalem was under great persecution that the Lord allowed. Due to those he chose to carry the gospel to Jerusalem, surrounding cities, as well as to the end of the earth, not adhering or not responding to the promise and purpose given to them by Jesus Christ in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. That reads, But you shall receive power... When the Holy Spirit, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, y'all, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That's the promise. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That's the purpose. Now, I've learned through the scriptures and through my walk and relationship with God that when the people of God don't submit and do and do not the commandments and the commissions uh, given to them by the Lord, the Lord will shake up or allow some things to be shaken in our lives. Our marriages, our ministries, and even our world to get our attention, to move according to what he has promised and purposed for us to do. You see, the apostles and devout men of the faith were in Jerusalem, getting fed off of the word of God and ministry, but but not moving as directed by God. Just like us in the church today, for we get fed off of the word and ministry— but won't move as directed even though we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit of promise. And and they were getting so fat in Jerusalem that they couldn't move. They wouldn't move like they were directed to move by God. So God sends a shaking ah, to the church in Jerusalem by way of persecution to get them out of their comfort zones to do the will of God. And it's the same way today, family. For if we as believers and trusters in Jesus Christ aren't submitting to do what the Lord commands, commissions, and directs us to do, he will sin and even allow some shaking, COVID-19, and even some persecution to come our way to get us moving on our mission for the Master. I believe some of you may be in the process of being shaken by God right now. Just know that if the shaking is from God, child of God, it's not designed to hurt or harm you, but to get your attention to do what you have been called, equipped, and ordained to do, my God, for the cause of Jesus Christ. And here in the text, uh, Philip takes on the mantle of the one prompted by persecution to go down and bring joy to a city that would be moved to do some dancing in the streets. Uh, uh, Philip takes on this mantle, y'all, to step in the place and Preach the gospel. Look what the Bible says in verse 5. It says, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. Now, there are four things encased in uh, verses 4 through 8 that we will, will reveal to us what it takes for dancing in the streets through the power of joy to be experienced in our cities. Hallelujah. And Philip reveals to us the first thing it will take. Again, the Bible says that Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. First, let me give you some intel on brother Philip. Now, this Philip was not the Philip of the disciples. This was not Philip the Apostle, chosen by Jesus Christ in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. No, this was Philip, uh, one of the seven men of good reputation, uh, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, chosen as one of the first deacons, look at this, y'all, to do deacon stuff. (laughs) In the first century church, like serving food to the widows, And waiting on tables, according to Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. But when we gaze at the text, we see that Philip, the deacon, is not operating in his role as a deacon, but as a preacher and evangelist of the gospel. The NIV version says, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. See, Philip the deacon is now publicly and proudly proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ to those in the city of Samaria as one who has been called to preach. Amen? And the word proclaim means to declare publicly and proudly, and that's what Philip is doing. Now, what I've learned about God is that when you are faithful and not fickle, In what he, the Lord, assigns you to do, and you do it with fervency and urgency to the glory of God, God will be moved to elevate you in areas of service that meet the need of what he is trying to accomplish in that given season. In other words, when you are faithful over a few things, God will make you ruler over much. Hallelujah. And because Philip was deaconing and deaconing well, God took him from waiting on tables to winning souls through the preaching of the gospel. Deacons and servants of God, please, please be open to being elevated by God when you are successful in what he has called you to serve in. Be open to it, y'all. Amen? I've seen God elevate folk, y'all, hallelujah, that were faithful as ushers. I saw him elevate them to trustees in the church. And then I saw the Lord elevate trustees that were serving faithfully to ministers who were serving well in the church. And then I saw the Lord elevate ministers the pastors who were Serving well in the church, God will elevate those who serve him well. For for there's more to you than meets the eye. So you may not see it, but God does. And when he taps into it, he will take you to higher heights and deeper depths in your serving of his purpose for your life. That's designed to affect people. Amen. Amen? Deacons, hold on. Hallelujah, because if you're deacon him well, you better watch out. <laughs> Service of God, if you're serving well, you better watch out. Just like Philip, who is now called to preach a word, my God, to those in the city of these people at this appointed time. And if our cities and those who occupy them are to get back to having joy. Uh, That will move them to once again dance in the streets. The first thing needed is a herald. And what a herald is or does is he serves God's purpose, right? Uh, and, And he does it by busting out of his comfort zone or she out of her comfort zone, to announce, promote, publicize, and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ just like Philip did. And today when parents are are afraid to let their children play in the streets, heralders of the good news of Jesus Christ are the more needed. And the Lord is looking for and raising up heralders that have no fear like Philip. That the scripture says went down to Samaria. Yeah. For the Lord wants to elevate some heralds that will, will go down to the cities like Samaria, yeah. uh, Wilmington, yeah. Philadelphia, yeah. Baltimore, and cities in the uttermost parts of the world yeah. to proclaim that Jesus Christ yeah. is the joy giver that can bring back dancing in the streets, and make a difference in the city. It's Jesus that will make a difference in the city. So heralders, and more specific, heralders of the gospel of Jesus Christ is what's needed to bring joy to our cities that we can once again dance in the streets. I believe, I believe Jesus said, the laborers are, are few, the multitude is plenty, but the laborers are few. Pray for laborers. I think it's important that we continue to pray for heralders of the gospel, Amen. that they will be moved to yeah. go to cities and right. proclaim that Jesus Christ, yeah. that Philip was that type of man. Yeah. Now, if heralders are needed to bring joy to our cities, that can once again dance. By, by, by way of proclaiming the gospel message of Jesus Christ. There needs to be those that are willing to take heed to what they hear from the herald. You see, it's nothing more frustrating than giving life-changing information to those that won't take heed, pay attention, take notice to what they hear you saying. Anybody have teenage children in the house or streaming, <laughs> I'll say it once again. It's frustrating to give life-changing, life motivating life change altering information to those who refuse to take heed or pay attention to what they hear you saying out of your mouth as a parent. In the words of the character Medea, can you hear the words coming out of my mouth? You see, in order for joy to captivate the city mentioned in the text, and those who make up the city, heeding to what they hear will award them the joy that is shown by way of dancing in the streets. And here in verse 6, we see that those in the city of Samaria, well, we're in line to receive the joy that turns into dancing. Look at verse 6, y'all. We're going through the Bible. It says, and the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Now, many of us know what taking heed to what we heard from the word of God did for us in regard to our faith, for our faith in Jesus Christ came by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Therefore, if we as believers who have trusted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord of our lives desire that the cities we once grew up in, as well as the cities we make residence in now that are in ruin due to violence and the lack of respect for one another, if we desire that they experience the joy of Jesus, Mm -hmm. that that has the power to turn an atmosphere of mourning into dancing, we would pray earnestly that those who reside in the, uh, the city be open to take heed and hear the gospel, message that brings with it hope, healing, encouragement, Direction, truth, accountability, freedom, peace, love, joy, and salvation. So taking heed to what is heard by the herald of God can lead to what it ultimately takes for lives of those in cities worldwide to be overtaken with joy. And what it ultimately takes is, it's a simple four-letter word, y'all. It's help. It's help. Look at verse 7. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. Now, help is something we all uh, need every now and then in this life. Now, some of us need it more than others, but it's safe to say we all need some help. Hallelujah. And if we check the scriptures, you will see that's why Jesus came. For in Luke 4, 18 and 19, Jesus reveals to us his mission statement that declares why and who he came to help. Look what Jesus says, y'all. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, my God, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I'm sure you can find what you need or needed help for in Jesus mission statement and, and and it was to help you and I defeat our fears, overcome our issues, be set free from our sins and our eyes be open to the love God has for us. See Jesus came to help you and I and it would behoove us not to take a hold of the help that Jesus has for us because we all need some help. Amen. And here in the text, we find out what those in the city of Samaria needed help for. For it says, for unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. If you read into the text, you can see this thing coming together in regards to why this city and even the more those who occupied this city were so compelled and open to take heed to what they heard from Philip in regards to the gospel of Jesus Christ. For they stood in need of help from being possessed and oppressed by Satan himself, as well as being in distress because of their physical limitations. did you ever feel oppressed by the enemy? And I say oppressed because as believers we can't be possessed. Uh, by the, but we can, sure enough, be oppressed. Are there times in your life you are feel oppressed by the enemy and also by your physical limitations? If that's you this morning, the answer is Jesus Christ. Yeah. He will fix you. He will stand in the gap. Get- he will fight for you. Yeah. You see, they were under a satanic attack. Yeah. And you can only defeat a satanic attack By spiritual means, governed by a holy God who has a word full of power to make demons flee. So if you feel oppressed by the enemy, you need to grab a hold of the word of God that has the power to make demons flee are also found out by experience. The Word of God has power to heal you from your infirmities and limitations you have in your body. Come on, y'all. Take a hold of the Word of God that has power to keep you and sustain you. They were under a satanic attack. It says for unclean spirits, a loud voice came out of many who were possessed. So it lets us know that these spirits, they came out unwillingly. Mm. For those of you that don't know Jesus Christ and they, the devil is possessing you. Mm. It's going to take some stuff, some power through the word of God to get them out because they don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. They're going to fight the state. Yeah, we all been there. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the power of God's word yeah. that delivered and freed us from demon possession. Now, the text gives us no reason to think that these Samaritan city folk needed help economically or residentially. See, they seem to have that under control. It's not mentioned in the text, amen? Yeah. But the text does show us that they needed help spiritually yeah. to defeat the unclean and impure spirits right. yeah. of the devil that was wreaking havoc in this city, as well as needing physical healing that affected their frame. I believe the issues we are facing in our cities today find their existence in the same unclean spirits of the devil that caused havoc in the city of Samaria. Therefore, our problems in our cities are more of a spiritual issue. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. See, now now I know that there are many cities and individuals that occupy our cities that are are indeed struggling economically and residentially, right? Due to those who institute unfair policies, Mm -hmm. exercise prejudice, and condone corrupt politics, but when we take it back to the Bible, the word of God, we see that it's all a part of spiritual warfare. Yeah. For Ephesians 6 and 12 reveals to us, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, yeah. but uh, against principalities, uh, against powers, uh, against the rulers of darkness of this age, yeah. against spiritual hosts of wickedness and heavenly pl- It's a spiritual battle, y'all. That our cities are fighting. But how, oh my God, how can they fight spiritually if they don't know Jesus? That's where we come into play as the body of Christ. We have to be heralders of the gospel, not just here behind this pulpit. But God wants us to move out of these four walls, my God, and go out into the city streets and share the life-changing word of God, that folk that don't know Jesus can see the spiritual effect of power, how God steps in and stops what's going on because he fights spiritually. It's a spiritual battle, y'all. I know it looks physical because of the shooting and the maiming, but it's ah, it comes from a spiritual place of warfare. We need heralders. We need heaters. We need folks to hear the word of God when we go. Hallelujah. And it's all, and when we go, the cities will be changed. Hallelujah. Folk will be set free. My God, joy will enter the cities and you'll see some folks start dancing in the streets again, like in the 70s and in the 80s, where we would bring out the hi-fi and place it on, oh my God, on some uh, milk crates and begin to start dancing in the streets. And it's all because, look, look, wherever, oh, this is it, y'all. It's all because wherever the gospel gains admission, it causes the enemies of God To pedal in submission to the authority and power of God's word. His word has power to get the enemies of God to backpedal. Hallelujah. That the Spirit of God can move front and forward to change our cities to places of joy. Hallelujah. Again, I come from South Philly, a small place in. There was a time, I rode through my block, y'all, and it is in disorder, y'all, but there was a time when joy was in the city and there was dancing in the streets. And if you and I want help and want to help our cities that are run down with Satan's stain of disorder, death, and damnation, we will have to allow the gospel to gain admission yeah. in the hearts and minds of we who make up our cities worldwide. Yeah. That Satan and his imps retreat in submission yeah. to the power and the authority of Jesus Christ the Lord. Yeah, I've read in the Bible that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and when we call on Jesus Christ the Lord, he steps in and does some damage <laughs> Just for the people of God. And when that happens, my God, we, like the city of Samaria, will be full of joy. Remember, they had some some issues, y'all, some satanic attack issues, some Mm. physical ailments. Mm. But after heeding to what they heard Mm. from Philip, the deacon turned preacher, hallelujah, (laughs) look at what happened in verse 8. It says, and there was great joy in the city. Because those in the city of Samaria were open to heed to what they heard, which were the glorious gospel truth, look at this, concerning the kingdom of God. See, joy overwhelmed the city. And because dancing is a celebratory sign of joy, I believe that they were moved to do some dancing in the streets. Now, I don't know how they danced back in the first century church. But I know how we dance now in the church of today. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we need to get the dancing, y'all. Hallelujah. Now as believers and trusters in Jesus Christ do you desire to get back to dancing in the streets like in the days of old do you desire to walk the streets without fear like in the days of old do you desire that our children be yeah, able oh my god play in the streets like in the days of old if the answer is yes let us like philip be bold enough oh my god to share the gospel truth of Jesus Christ with those in our cities suburbs suburbs and surrounding areas that we can experience joy that will have us dancing in the streets again that our children can play again our seniors can walk again in the streets it only come by way of us heeding to what we hear from the heralders of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we as the heralders have to go out, oh, my God, to share the life-changing word of God that the cities we drive through can experience joy as we rest on our feet and get back to dancing in the streets, dancing in the streets, hallelujah, we, the people of God, have the power, my God, you just don't know how much power you have as a believer in Jesus Christ, my God, until you go out and exercise it in the streets, I recall walking the streets of South Philadelphia witnessing and seeing God move in the lives of drunkards, whoremongers, expeditiously as we prayed over them, because there's power contained in us through the Holy Spirit that resides within. We have to take advantage of what God has given us, and like Philip— Not be afraid to go down to Samaria, Wilmington, and the uttermost parts of the earth to share the joy of Jesus, that they can dance, they can dance, they can dance in the streets like once before. God, we thank you, and we adore you, Lord, because you are God. God, we just want to take time, God, to adore and worship you for who you are, for you are God Almighty. You are the creator of heaven and earth. You are the one who came to save us, God. We thank you for who you are. You are love. You are peace. You are joy. God, we thank you for who you are. And because of who you are, my God, you extend yourself to man, man that was made in the image of you. But, God, sometimes even in the image, made in the image of you, we mess up and we miss the mark. But, God, we thank you that you forgive us. Hallelujah. Because We've learned how to confess our sins to you, knowing, God, that you will forgive us. So, God, we thank you for who you are. We ask right now, God, that you touch us individually and collectively to hear what thus saith the Lord, that, God, we will be moved to go out and proclaim in the streets that Jesus is alive and he has power over Satan, over his imps, and over the things he has destroyed. God, encourage us through the power of the Holy Spirit to move with fervency and urgency to reach the laws, hallelujah, that need Jesus in cities that are in turmoil and in disaster, God. Give us, God, the wherewithal uh, uh, that, that we need to do it in the name of Jesus. Give us a Nehemiah spirit, God, to go, to go, and to build and to help in the name of Jesus the things that have been destroyed in our cities. And God, we know we can be victorious and successful because we know we're guided by you, God. Help us, God, to obey your direction, your commission, and your commandments that folks that don't know you May come into a saving relationship with you in the name of Jesus, God. So we surrender right now. I'm a hallelujah. As a church, as the Beals, the body of Christ, to commit to go out into the highways and the byways to share you. Help us, God. Give us courage to do it in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you. And God, we bless you. Help us, God, to one day be able to dance in the streets like before and give you glory. God, be glorified today, honored and lifted up. For us, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we do pray. Let the saints of God say amen.